Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Adam Crowley in for Paul Zeiss this evening. Going to get to Deontay Johnson and really the only question about him that matters in just a moment. But first, I was out getting pizza in one of the prior breaks and I ran into Ben from KDKA AM. And I asked him if he had seen what was going on in the Capitol because the Capitol was being evacuated. There was a plane in the area and there was a cause for concern. And it said there's a credible threat. Well, it turns out no threat, nothing terrifying. Capitol started to be evacuated and it was a plane that had some parachute team people for tonight's national escape. So that's what happened. We've got Homeland Security Flying to Washington, D.C., trying to protect the Capitol, the White House, et al. And it's because, well, the Nationals screwed something up. That's not all that surprising, given the way the series ended between the Nats and the Bucks. Is Deontay Johnson a number one wide receiver? And I mean, like a bona fide stud kind of number one wide receiver. He was fifth in the NFL with 107 catches. That's good. Top five in something, that's great. Tenth in yards, that's good. Twelfth in touchdowns, and tenth in first down receptions. He's got 32 more catches than anybody in his draft class. He's a good player. Definitely one of the best 32 receivers in the league. If that's your definition of what a number one wide receiver is, then of course, Deontay Johnson is a number one wide receiver. But Zach Duke was also the Pirates' ace. It doesn't mean he was an ace. Deontay Johnson is the number one wide receiver on the Steelers. It doesn't make him elite. He's not a top 10 receiver, in my opinion. And I wouldn't, just out of principle, pay a wide receiver $20 million. No way. Tyree Kill's making 30. Amari Cooper making over 20. Chris Godwin, who is, I suppose, a decent comp for Johnson, is making 20. Christian freaking Kirk is making 18 a year. Every time I say his name, I get angrier and angrier. I mean, good for Kirk. I just can't believe that the Jags gave him that kind of money. If they sign Deontay Johnson, the Steelers, to a deal, it'll have to be at least $20 million a season. It has to be. Doug Whaley was on with the Fan Morning Show today, and he said, lock him up now so that it doesn't have to be a $20 million deal. But why... Would Deontay Johnson take anything less than $20 million? With the way the Steelers draft wideouts, why would you ever want to pay that kind of money to a guy who's not Antonio Brown? No, thank you. Mike Wallace replaced Heinz Ward. Antonio Brown replaced Mike Wallace. Martavis Bryant, if you include playoffs, had 20 touchdowns in 40 games. It's 420. Happy 420 to you, Martavis Bryant. Deontay Johnson had 1,100 yards this year. Chase Claypool had double-digit touchdowns as a rookie. I'm not convinced that they can't sit on Deontay Johnson this year, not pay him, 
And then even if he walks, they can't find a replacement for him. They've got a track record of doing it. It's a cheat code. It's one of the few things that the Steelers do at an absurdly elite level. The Steelers used to have a great offensive line, and that was their cheat code, right? Because you had Mike Munchak, and you could turn a guy like Alejandro Villanueva into gold. Mike Munchak had the Midas touch. The Munchak touch. There you go, TM. And Ramon Foster was a seventh-round pick and a chubby dude, and he wound up being a really good player in this league for a long time. So for a while, the Steelers did not need to draft offensive linemen because they had a great offensive line. In offensive linemen, they get drafted early because everybody needs what there's not enough of in the league. So the Steelers, they didn't have to bother with it, and good players would fall to them in the draft because other teams are sneaking up trying to grab the offensive linemen. But the Steelers have found their own sort of market inefficiency here. They don't need to pay wide receivers because they should feel good about their ability to replace them. If they had a stud corner and he was 25 years old or he was coming off his rookie contract, you best be paying that guy whatever he wants because you're not all that good at drafting guys to augment yourself at that position. But Deontay Johnson, unfortunately for him, is playing a position that the Steelers, they don't have to be fearful about letting a guy go from. They've found their own market inefficiency. They don't need to pay these guys. As for Johnson himself, back to the question, is he a number one wide receiver? 412-928-9370. And you can text us on the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line at 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you, to text responsibly, do you think he's a number one wide receiver? I think he's a head case. I think there were times where you go, Deontay Johnson is as good of a route runner as as there is in the NFL. Deontay Johnson is dynamic with the ball in his hands. There are times where I'm mesmerized. The catch he made against the Colts where he's laying out And we didn't know that Ben Roethlisberger could throw it that far anymore, and he does, and he makes the play. I mean, chef's kiss, and you can check that out on the 93.7 The Fan Cam. He'll do things that make you think, boy, it's in there. Well, so does Mitch Keller. Doesn't mean he's an ace. That's not a fair comp to Johnson, but you get my point there. Johnson led the league in offside penalties as a wide receiver. That means the marbles... And they're not lining up. That means he's not on the P's and Q's all the time. Great route runner. Unbelievable with the ball in his hands. Nine fumbles and 24 drops in three years, though. That's a concentration issue. And after he found out that he didn't make the Pro Bowl, he pouted. I get being disappointed. You can't be talking about it, then go out the next game and fumble when nobody's anywhere near you. You're in the 4-1-2, and they're out in the 7-2-4, and you still fumble. You can't have that happen. His final four games of the season, he disappeared. 38-51, 31-51. Those were the yardage totals. If I'm paying a receiver, and I'm the Steelers, and I know that I draft receivers well, I better know that you're going to be consistent for me. And Deontay Johnson's not. And Ben Roethlisberger plays into this because he was not really Ben Roethlisberger at the end of his career. And the offense was absolutely an offense with one arm tied behind its back, and it was Ben Roethlisberger's. But that doesn't mean that the guy who was making plays through nine weeks, through 12 weeks, couldn't have made him through 17, and he didn't. 
the drops, the fumbles, those issues, they seemed a thing of the past because he was doing the tennis ball thing, right? Like in Miracle. You see that scene? Jimmy Craig whipping the ball off the wall, tennis balls bouncing back, and he's grabbing it with one hand, grabbing it with the other hand. Boom, bada boom, bada boom, bada boom, bada boom. That's what Deontay Johnson was doing. Jugs machine tennis balls to help his concentration. I mean, I'm not a football coach, but I would think you might want to do that with footballs when you're catching footballs. Maybe do it with the ball you're actually trying to catch. And it helped for a while. Tennis ball, tennis ball, tennis ball. Okay, not dropping the football. Not having the concentration mistakes. Not having the drops. Not having the fumbles. Last five weeks of the season, it's like he was the guy that he was two years ago. And I'm not paying that guy. He's not a number one wide receiver. Number one wide receivers, they show up for me every single game, and the defensive coordinator on the opposition is going to circle your name. They're going to say, we're bracketing that you-know-what, and we are not letting him beat us today. Now, you might have to do it because he's the best option on the Steelers, but does he scare you as much as A.J. Brown, as much as Debo Samuel, as much as D.K. Metcalf? Remember D.K. Metcalf chasing down and causing the the fumble or was the tackle where he ran like 99 yards, like 4-1-6 speed, something like that? Deontay Johnson's not that kind of cat. Those are freaks. Deontay Johnson, really good player, but if those are your ones and Tyreek Hill is your one and Cooper Cup has 2,000 yards, if those are the ones, Deontay Johnson's not in that class. I ain't paying that guy $20 million a season. So two questions. Do you think he's a one and would you pay him? 412-928-9370. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. He's not a game breaker either. Had just three games of 100 yards last year and again before you hit me with the Ben sucked line I know I know I wish Ben Roethlisberger didn't come back last year but how much better did Deontay Johnson actually make Ben it's a tough question but did he turn Ben Roethlisberger's level up a notch I'm not so sure will he make Trubisky or the next guy better or can they draft somebody that can do the same thing I think he's a good player I don't think it kills you if you find a different way to spend the money after this year, though. I'm also open to him playing better than last year. And if he does, okay, now you can have a different conversation regarding the pay. But he needs to show that consistency, and that's been his big problem in his career. And he ran the wrong route a bunch of times, or he and Ben weren't on the same page a bunch of times. And that's another thing that comes with the concentration. If you're going to be on a different page than the Hall of Fame quarterback, what's it going to be like when Mitch Trubisky is learning a new offense? And I'm not sure the terminology changes or anything like that, but it's going to be a different offense this year, right? Matt Canada's offense. Is that going to be a problem? A lot? He fumbled in overtime against the Lions. You want to talk about coming up small in a big moment. Hugely costly play. Not clutch. Five catches, 34 yards in the playoffs. Not clutch. He's just not dominant. Not worth $20 million. 412-928-9370. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Here's the other thing I don't get with Johnson. Because according to all the reports, he didn't show up for the voluntary activities this week at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex. Why wouldn't you show up? Now, the talking point here is that these teams will churn players out and then they'll turn them into goo. And that's fair. 
NFL organizations look at these players as commodities, as action figures, right? As army men. But is there any greater injury risk in these workouts than there is running routes with your guys in Florida like he did whenever he went down there with Mitch Trubisky? Is running a route down there different than running a route at the Steelers facility? Why isn't he showing up? Why wouldn't you be in there every possible chance you get? You've got a new quarterback, presumably a different offense. What does it hurt to be there? It also doesn't send a good message. It's not like the Steelers feel pressure with him not there. It's not like you're forcing their hand in one way or the other. Maybe you just couldn't make his schedule work, but hey, man, it's your job. Make it work. That sort of rubs me the wrong way, too. He's not an elder veteran, right? He's still at the end of his rookie deal. He's got a new quarterback. There's no more injury risk here than there was in Florida. Get your butt to the facility and work out with these guys and try to improve. And that shows me something, at least. Because I'm thinking about paying you next year, not this year. Well, this year, you better do everything right so that I want to pay you next year. Bad start for him here. Up next, we get Brian Batko's thoughts from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette on Deontay Johnson's contract situation. We'll also pick Batko's brain about the draft. It's Adam Crowley on the fan.